My name is Mike P. Today again, I got with me as a co-host, a special co-host, T.P. Gates from Still Keeping It 100. T.P. Gates, how you doing, man? You know, you know, you know, Still Keeping It 100. Ah, all right, man. <laughs> keeping it real is that real is a $100 bill. What you been up to, man? Keeping it real is a $100 bill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I just been chilling, man. That's that's about it, man. Just trying to maneuver through life and and take it one day at a time. Yeah, I can take that, man. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Just take it one day at a time. Uh, today, you guys, uh, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the importance of communication within your relationship. Uh, we're gonna talk about how sometimes we're gonna talk about communication. That's actually what we're gonna talk about. Communication is key. Yeah, it, it's it's key, and that's actually what's lacking in a lot of relationships. So, as we go on TP, where can everybody hear you at? Well, officially, you can hear me on Real Talk with TP Gates on Spotify, the same um, platform as, as Conversing is on. Um, Mike is on <laughs> several other platforms than mine. So, I'm, on, I'm only on two, uh, Anchor App and Spotify. So, um, you can find me there. Um, I just recently upgraded all of my platforms. So, you know, if you see a different name, I'm not a hacker. It's my platform. Um, I had to restart everything. And, you know, it's fall time now, so shit's, shit's different. Right. Um, but I am on Instagram under uh, TP Gates, Still Keep 100 Entertainment. And I'm on Facebook as Ramon Terrell and uh, Still Keep 100 Entertainment. It's all the same. Right, right. The links, Yo, I, the links I'm, I'm gonna and cut this guy off. This guy, he's being way too humble. What do you right? mean? So, we've been cool almost 20 years now, right? Uh-huh. Back in the day, when Facebook first got popping, my guy was, he was the first one to pop off the Facebook groups. The parties we had off <laughs> of BMG. Remember the BMG days, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Can just talked just about that on Real Talk too. Like I can't remember what year it was. It was like 2011, was, 2000. It, it was, was before lit. I turned 30, so it had to be like 2011, 2012. Okay, so get thank you. I think it was around that time. It was around that time. So I'll say I'm gonna I'm gonna settle with 2012. So can you give me some insight on what you were thinking about when you went ahead and started that and what what you wanted <laughs> to go, where you wanted that to go? Oh, my brain hurts already. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I was attached to the white boy, man, and, and I ain't going to say his name on the podcast or give him any kind of glorification, but if you know, you know. The chameleon. Um, I was attached to him, and then a lot of shit was just going fast. It was like, it, it was like a tape. Like, you know those old school tapes? It's yeah. like you press fast forward. It's right. Like, yeah. So it was just everything was going fast, but like I said on the podcast, if anybody listened to it, I was like, we used to party like we partied all the time but then niggas would wake up and go and feed the homeless on the weekend and And then like there was hella people that came out and supported these parties and supported these these events and like meet and greets and all type of shit Mm -hmm. um i'm pretty sure you know (laughs) shout out to uh d harris diana hair d100 we had the names back in the day mr 100 miss 100 and all that like don't get TOS. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> terminated on site for, right. the, for the dummies in the back. Right. Um I, I it mean was it was life. it was parties in my yard. It was It was everything. It was it was a family. You know, Ravy baby. Baby, baby. Yeah. It's Ravy baby. <laughs> it was Snake Man. Yeah. It was you know Stella. It was it was a whole squad. It was a squad. Um 
at that point, like Latine, we love to, you. So to Latine, oh my god, Latine. So to answer your question, um, I don't know what the fuck I was doing at that time. All I knew was is I, I that's when I got the license. Right. That's when I licensed BMG. Right. So going forward, fast forward, BMG, and I talked about this again on the podcast. <laughs> BMG is the Def Jam to still keep one hundred. Like still keep one hundred. Entertainment is Rock Nation. Right. You know what I mean? I <laughs> Def Jam is not in the building anymore. It's is Rock Nation. So have you ever thought about maybe? <laughs> rebranding and kind of maybe reformulating it because like you caught lightning in a bottle with that one. Well, I, th- the rebranding is in the process, but it's just like it's getting those people back in the same room together. And then there's going to be a lot of elephants in the room. So, I there, mean, to, a lot, to a bring lot. that back, like a BMG reunion, let's just yeah. say that. <laughs> hey, it'll be lit, though. I don't know it'll how that lit, would though. work out. It'll be lit. I, yeah, but it would be lit. I don't know if we want to reclassify some of the shit that was going on at BMG. There was some sloppy shit going on. Which brings me to my next conversation is the reason why it's still keep 100 entertainment. Okay. BMG is the trademark. Right, correct. I remember business minded group. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of business minded people in the group. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I said there was a lot of business no, minded people. Yeah. On other things, yeah. bro. On other do you, things. Hey, look. And a lot there weren't. Do you know Snake Man is like the number one producer in LA right now? I've, I heard Jeremiah. that. Jeremiah. I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Doing, like doing yeah, he's real doing shit. I think so, he still fucks with, uh, yeah. Dre Beats. He was just always running around with these Dre Beats, these headphones. I'm like, you ain't going to make it off of these Dre Beats. Dre Beats. Yeah, he did. Snake Man. He did. He did. That's crazy. Snake fucking man. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. If did. anybody out of BMG did something, he was one of them. And then I, shit, the other one's cloudy. I don't know. Right, right. So now talking about uh, business relationships and everything and how the BMG went, how do you deal with personal relationships and how do you like, um, how do you maneuver through those? There's no more personal. It's all business. No, I mean your personal relationships, like with things you have going on with your wife. How do you do that and still still maintain a clear focus on your professional life? Like, you know, to get to the bed. Um, it's hard. You got to, man, shit. Maintaining entertainment and then personal life is, is it's a complicated situation. You can get so involved with entertainment. And forget about that whole family shit to the point you have to take time out and be like, you know what, I'm not fucking with the entertainment side tonight, right. Or right. today or whatever. I'm just I'm gonna take time out for my son today. I'm gonna go to the fair or I'm gonna go to a football game. Tonight I dismissed Elijah's football game to come do a podcast. And no smoke to you, but I was just like, I'll catch the next one. There's gonna be several school just started, it's fall. There's gonna be several football games. So you have to pick and choose. Right. I mean, is it important for you to go? Then if it wasn't important for me to go tonight, I would have been like, nah, Mike, I'm going to just go to the football game. But I feel like I've been to enough football games where I'm just, I'll catch the next one, I'm going to go do a podcast tonight because this is what I felt like doing. Not saying that I didn't want to go to the game. I just felt like. No, I understand. So with, he with, ain't with, tripping. So you actually said something very profound there. How important do you think, for me it's very important, but how important do you think it is for like men in the relationship to be allowed their time to go? have their time i think 
it's necessary to let a man go and venture off and do what if it's if it's something positive, mm-hmm. let that man go do what he does because right. if 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 you I've been put in this situation if you don't go get a chance to do what you want to do you're gonna be thinking about that if when you go and do something else right. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to pick and choose. Like, if I would have went to the game and I would be like, fuck, I want to do a podcast. I'm not really into the game. Right, exactly. You're versus, somewhere where you don't want to Versus be, yeah. today I'm going to the game and I ain't worried about no podcasting. So right. that, that's when, that, that's the hard part. You have to choose. So I would say you definitely got to get some you time. You got to, like, if you feel a, if you got a, a inspirational moment or if you got, like, something that you need to get off. And this is just me. I'm speaking for myself. But if anybody else feels like this, mm-hmm. I got to do this right now because if I don't, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> right. I got to record this tonight because if I don't, I'm going to lose it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tomorrow I'll hear about the game knowing that he had a good game. Like, he's on the field or he's probably off the field now. But I'll know that he had a good game or whatever else. Well, if he lost, he lost. But, like, I I was here talking about it, and then I'm able to co- talk about it with him. Right. And then I'll go to the next game and, you know, I think I think on. it's very important for us to be able to take time out for ourselves. Even at times. You when, have to. Yeah, even at times when, you know, it might not be looked at as a good time, you know, because at that time it's probably a good time for us. You know what I mean? Like, because – well, just think about it, though. What's a good time now? Right, yeah. It's not those good times that we were having when we were coming up and we were younger. That's not a good time. A good time is just like, I'm going to go do something that potentially will be be big later on. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Correct, yeah. And I, I skipped this event for that reason. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you also did it for yourself. You, got, you have to, what I found is you can't, you can't get into a situation where you lose yourself. Right. And then, because once you do that, you try to go back to what your talent is, and you lose confidence in that. Right. And then once you lose confidence in it, you lose the talent that you have within it because you don't have confidence within yourself, and that's one thing you have to kind of... Well, you know, it's one thing you have to battle against. You got to have conf- confidence. If you don't have confidence, then you're going to be sitting somewhere trying to figure out, like you're going to be trying to convince yourself that you have confidence. Right. And it you shouldn't don't. be that. It's like you got that confidence to go out on these platforms or whatever the fuck you do with it and just shine and be yourself. Right. Exactly. It's so much watered down shit, Mike. There is. It's so much watered down shit. I go through a feed. Like I go through the timelines and I just see like it's, it's a bunch of clout chasing. Mm-hmm. And I know, we, I know we've had this conversation before. Like we know what social media is. We right. know what clout chasing looks like. Right. But it's more and more persistent these days to the point to where I don't even like being on social media as much anymore. I don't, bro. You see, you see, I deleted my Facebook. Unless it's something like this. Yeah. Unless we're doing something like this, but like just being on Facebook normally, just like <laughs> no. Bro, I deleted my Facebook. My podcast will be. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find my podcast promoted strictly through still keeping it one hundred on Facebook. Right. That's why my podcast will be still keeping one hundred. Um, I personally don't have a Facebook. I just I'm keeping my life strictly to my family and my loved ones, everybody to me but that's where the podcast would be distributed through still keep but that's what you have to do these days though because if you follow the trend i'll just say trends right it's just it's trends everybody is hopping on the new cardi b and uh, Nicki minaj said this and, right and and it's just a bunch of <laughs> watered down bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> yes 
I just don't understand it. So, so just look at the title of Still Keeping It 100. We've been friends for how long? You said twenty. It's, it's, it's I think it's twenty. It's close to twenty. Yeah, we might. Yeah, we might. It's we're the wrong time. We're um, Are you forty yet? I'll be forty in February. I'll be forty next year. Yeah, okay, we'll so be 40 around, around the same, same time. time. Yeah. Okay, so we're almost forty. Yeah. That's what the title "Still Keeping One Hundred is. Forty years, fifty years, twenty years later, still keeping it one hundred. You could put that title with anything. Right. Versus BMG. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you know, I feel that. You know, I feel that. Any time. Any, well, any, when I said the rebirth. If we, if we was to take a picture right now, uh -huh. 2022, still keep keeping 100, 100, and then put it up against 2012, still yeah, keeping 100. It's still same, same That's shit. what that title yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. People may don't get it, but I get it. Yeah, I, I get you it. get it. I yeah. know what the fuck it means. So it ain't going to be 20 years later, BMG. We still, we still hollering BMG. Nah, we hollering yeah. still keep 100. I'm keeping it 100 real with my real niggas 20 years later. Right, exactly. Exactly. A lot of people don't have that. So being that, honestly, like, I don't know if you, like, know or even acknowledge the expertise you have in the game. Can you give any, um, any <laughs> up-and-coming promoter or even content creator any kind of advice of how to succeed or where to start? Because some people are just stuck at the, this is what I want to do, but I don't know what to do or even how to get started. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to put it plain and simple. Every day is going to be a new lesson. When right. you think you got it, you don't. Okay. You're going to learn something new every fucking day, but just keep doing it. Right. Don't give up. I okay. didn't give up. After BMG, I could have just been like, you know what, fuck this entertainment shit and went to go do something else. I'm still doing it. Right. 20 years later. I ain't got it all figured out. I don't, I'm still not where I want to be. Uh, I'm still learning new shit every fucking day. But I didn't give up. I stayed consistent. Right. Consistency is passion. Passion is it's going to drive you to do what the fuck you are passionate about. Right. Correct. And if you just give it up, you just be like, fuck it, whatever. I tried it, but whatever. Hell no. Right. The fuck would I look like if I just, like, today or yesterday or tomorrow, I'm, I'm done with Still Keep 100. Right. Everything I built, fuck For all no. these years. And that's where fuck the money. You know, a lot of I ain't people, worried about that. But you know what, though? A lot of people, a lot of people quit right before they're about to get their blessing. Because they can't handle the stress. You got to see it through. You got to see it through, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Got to see it through. So, yeah. You can dream it, you can be it. My advice to anyone up and coming or, you know, trying out the podcast, whatever the case may be, just don't give up. Just keep going. If you're passionate about what the fuck you're passionate about, be consistent and keep doing it. Space it out. If you don't have time for it, just like. What I learned is simple as this. Mm -hmm. If I feel like I want to get on that mic, I'm getting on that mic. Right. I got like I told you, I gotta get on there right now because if I don't, I'm gonna lose it. Right. Yeah. I'm my mind is telling me to get on this mic for a reason. My mind told me to come out here tonight for a reason. If I'd skipped that opportunity, <laughs> whoever's listening, they wouldn't have heard what the fuck I'm saying tonight. Right. Uh, you know, so tonight is gonna be put up against the two that I've already put out. 
Like right. you said, I have a podcast. And I, I, I laughed at that too. I was like, yeah, Mike P, Mike P he, he's getting that podcast itch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting that podcast itch. And you get that, you get that urge. You be like, damn, I ain't did no podcast. My shit's just sitting there. You want to put content out. Well, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not only like the putting the content out for me. It's more of a, um, like you said, it's therapeutic. Like you talk mm-hmm. about things you wouldn't normally actually talk about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these, the things we talk about and the topics we talk about, I actually wouldn't talk about that often. I wouldn't have never opened up about my dad if nobody asked me about it. Right. If it didn't happen. I mean, if it did happen, if I felt like I didn't want to talk about it, I wouldn't have talked about it. I wouldn't have put it out there on the air. Right. But it was therapeutic for me to do that. When I started seeing the support, I felt like I owed. Well, not owed, but I felt like I should let people know uh, an update of what's going on because they right. cared enough to, you know, and then go listen to the podcast. Right. And like, this is me talking about my pops, even though we're not close. I, I felt a need to be like, Hey, I'm fucked up right now. Right. Even though I feel I got animosity uh, towards whatever I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm going through every emotion at that point. I'm letting you know that damn, my pops is in the hospital, but I still don't know how the fuck I would react. If someone if someone was to call me, be like, "Hey, he just passed away." I, I, that's crazy that I can't answer that question. I don't know how the fuck I would feel at that moment. I don't. I I, I just I, don't. You know what the, the sad part is? I know exactly how you feel because I feel that way with my dad. You know, it's, yeah. it's just like it's. Our generation, born in eighty two, eighty three, man, it was a wild time. I, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. a wild time. It's just I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I I know how I would react if my mom, you know, God forbid that, but like it's it's a different reaction. Right. I'd probably go crazy. I I don't even I don't even like talking about it, but my mom's, I'd go crazy. Right. My dad, I I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I would go crazy mm. if that was to happen to him because my feelings won't allow me to do that. I have my and that's just the realest way. shit. That's the realest that I can come with. It, is I just don't. My feelings won't allow me to be like, oh, yeah. but I will be upset. Yeah. I will be like, fuck, damn, man. I'm not even sure if I would feel like that I, in my no. situation. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know. He was there, then he wasn't. Yeah. In, in <laughs> so mine, I'd, I'd mine, be upset for the times he was there. <laughs> right, mine mostly wasn't. But then, like you know, and then this is another lead off segue. A good lead off segue. I don't think people understand or i don't think like certain guys understand the the trauma they actually certain put, men certain men understand the, the trauma they put their kids through by just chatting them like you know just what i'm saying this conversation go ahead mike go ahead know, i just so had this conversation tonight i did because like there were things like you know like <laughs> I, I man i used to like be able to wire up stuff really good as a kid like i could wire up your phone lines i could do all <laughs> this but like my dad was gone and so then there were crips in my neighborhood and they were cool like you know what i'm saying and like so i would i would hang out with them and Talk then to the mic. and then like you know and so i would hang out with them and then so when i would hang out with them you know there was like weed involved and there was all this stuff but case in, i i you I'll, had everything you had around your niggas that your pops didn't like correct and then my mom and then you know so it was a bad situation with my mom at the time you know it was the 90s the late 80s early 90s was you ever around your pops when he was doing that type of shit or well, no, he smoking was my, drinking or whatever no so the thing is my dad did when I was a child but then he he left my mom and then uh, married an Asian woman my stepmom I love her to death but Elaine um, and then he 
he changed his life. You know what I'm saying? So he worked for Boeing. Like, they got money out the ass. But then I still stayed basically in the crack house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Was there any moments where... Uh, Mm-hmm. Was there any moments where uh, you had good times with your dad? Can uh, you remember any, a, like, good thing, like, just one or two good things about your dad? I think, um, honestly, uh, I remember, I think I only had, while living with my mom, I never had a birthday party. That's right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a kid. And so I think. And mentally, see, that fucks you up. You know, I didn't think it did until my 30th. Remember, I had my 30th party. Are you guys coming? I cried. Right. Because that was that was my that was only the second well, birthday party. Ass, well, it was only it was only the second party I ever had. Like you know, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, never yeah. really had a birthday party. And so, so up until um, that point, your your father he he threw me my only birthday party at, at his condo, and that was with uh, my stepmother's family. And no, it it was, was like, that one that was one time. That was the one time I can remember I had a birthday party. Damn. Other than that, no, I did. I remember we would. I think one time uh, my grandma took me. 11th grade, so I was turning 12. She took me to um, Old Country Buffet in Renton. OCD. Yeah, it was over there in Renton at the time. Damn, but at the, sa- at the same th- at the same time, my mom like she. This is the one of the few times in my life she had a job. Right. So she uh, she had bought me all like these shoes. My mom bought me these shoes and stuff. But I fucked around and skipped for a period. I went to Whitman. And <laughs> I skipped for Whitman. a period. I, I skipped. For a period, not to smoke no weed or nothing, <laughs> I wanted to go to Safeway and get a strawberry pop. So I was like, I'm going to get the strawberry pop. It's my birthday. And so I get to the store, um, and so I get the strawberry pop or whatever, and, you know, I drink it. Oh and so when I drink my, I, you know, I drink my strawberry pop, I have nowhere to go because class is over for like, class ain't over for like another hour. And so I'm sit, I just sit at the fucking deli at Safeway and I drink my pop and I buy the chicken tender. <laughs> and so I went back to school just thinking everything's going to be cool for the next class. <laughs> they act like it was cool, but they called my mom. And so my mom was at work. Like, in when I say this one of the few times my, my mom had a job, like, nigga, the only time she had a job that I ever know, to be yeah. truthful. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they call her at work or whatever, but she don't tell me. But so I come home, you know, I'm feeling good. And by this time I was here with the eighth grade niggas on the school bus. So we were hella bad. And on the way home, I'm only in sixth grade. On the way home, they like the blunt on the bus. And so I hate the blunt. They have like different <laughs> nights, but I'm like, ooh, I'm lit, right? Hey, who so, remembers getting high their first time <laughs> at school? That was the most spookiest time. Man. You yeah, knew you wasn't supposed to be Man, I was so scared going home. I was terrified going home, right? And so I hit the weed. I got home, boom. And so when I get home, all my cousins is there. There's like, uh, it's Chris, it's Cece. Uh, at the time, my cousin Kelly, who now lives in L.A., uh, all those guys were there. And then so I walk in the house. I'm like, ooh, I knew I skipped class. I think they might have called my mom, but I'm not sure. Everybody's acting cool. Hey, um, look, <laughs> Mike, I knew I fucked up hey. when I went to – I was going to high school. I knew I fucked up freshman year when I drunk some Southern Comfort and went to class. Oh. <sighs> That's when I had knew I officially fucked up. Did you ever drink the Yukon Jack? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Southern Comfort, I'll never forget that day. It was, it was an episode where I felt like I shouldn't have never, like you know how you do something. You should and that's like, just nasty though. Like this. that Southern Comfort, that, like that's Southern Comfort nasty. now, yeah. hell yeah! Like what the fuck are you doing? But back then, it was like that's the thing to fucking do. Go right. to the dances on Southern Comfort, UConn, niggas is lit, right? 
Not now. Mm-mm. Hell no. If you still drinking that shit from two th- from high school and all that all that bullshit that was out when we was drinking it, thought it was college Rossi. I haven't had I haven't uh, had Southern Conference since like junior year. Nigga, I was a motherfucking Saint Ives. Like, uh, remember school. the special brews? <laughs> yeah, yeah, middle school, ninety six. The special brews. I know you remember the special brews. I do. Yeah, the special brews I were fire. Do. Those were actually good. Beaties. The, strawberry, the strawberry, oh, yeah. Saint Therese parties. I yes. can keep going if you want me to. Blackout at uh, TLC. <laughs> the seven to seven skating. Remember Come that? On, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. So I just like now, like if you're <laughs> if you're still doing that same shit at this time right now in this era, there's something wrong with you. Oh, there's something you never wrong. left that life. You're in your second childhood. You're really in your second childhood. If so, so hold on. So anybody that it seemed like we got louder. It's the, for anybody that caught that. I was like, I was telling Mike P to turn his mic up because <laughs> he was talking all. I'm soft. rusty, y'all. He was I'm talking rusty. all softly and shit. Yeah, but this motherfucker to turn this shit up. So that was loud. <laughs> yeah, well, I want y'all niggas to hear me. Nah, in this but shit. keep that level right there. Yeah, nah, keep yeah, it right, yeah, like right, right there. there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, th- those were the days though. Um, I just when I transitioned to high school, man, it is like I'll say it took me to my junior year to figure out what the fuck was really going on. Mm-hmm. And then like <laughs> they always tell you, like, you know, you got these credits, this, that before you go into your senior year. So when right. I got to senior, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do some all shit. that shit that I was doing, partying and kicking it because I thought I was I'm, I'm in high school and I think I'm cool. Nah, nigga, now it's senior year. What you going to do? You don't get that diploma. Right. I got my diploma, though. Yeah. 2001 Garfield High School. Yes, right. sir. Yeah, I went to I Franklin, did. though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We whooped, so at what, uh, we whooped Franklin's ass a few times, too. Excuse me. Yeah, we got you guys in the playoffs one time, though. Ah, shit. And then Ed fought his dad. I was Man, like, listen. We played, we, yeah, yeah, I remember that. How many, we won. How many um, basketball players went to the NBA out of Garfield? Versus uh, Franklin. You guys could have had a hell of it, but you niggas were gang members. Uh, <laughs> see, see. They always give you your flowers, but then they got to bring up the negative shit. Yep. Just give a nigga their flowers. No. How many basketball players because came out of rivals, Garfield? But you didn't answer rivals, the question. We're rivals to the death. You didn't answer it's, the question, it's Michael. A, Washington is a Quaker state. Michael. Quakers. You didn't answer the question, Michael. Quakers. <laughs> Should have been a Quaker. <laughs> I can count one person I know of that Quakers. made it to the NBA out of Franklin. Who? <laughs> Who? There's Aaron Brooks. There's Jason Terry. There's who? There's four. Jason Terry's the only one I know. Aaron Brooks. Uh, what? Is he still in who the you, NBA? You guys got Brandon Is Roy. Aaron Brooks still in the NBA? Brandon Roy and who? Brandon Roy and who? Will Conroy's the coach of UW right now. He did not make it. Trey Simmons is playing over or played overseas. We are talking about the NBA. They it's okay, all so about no, Franklin Trey Rainer Simmons Beach. didn't go to the NBA, but nope. Will Conroy did. Ten day contract. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's Ten still day win. contract. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Roy can't fuck with Franklin. Brandon Roy can't fuck. Portland, come on, man, stop playing. That was like three years. Doesn't ago. matter. He was in the NBA. Okay. Um, JT won the championship. Um, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did. Okay. Um, yeah. um, it's oh, all over the Damn, you got me fucking up right yeah, now. Yeah, I got you. So we had Brandon Roy. Uh-huh. And then football, we had Eric Dixon. Trey Simmons. Oh, oh, Ed Roy. He fucked up, though, but. Wait, mm. He didn't make it nowhere. Uh, he, he he made it to, back to the block. He was doing numbers in the U-Dub. Back. No matter. Fuck that. Ed Roy. Back Shout to the block. Roy. He didn't go to the U-Dub. 
He did. He played for UW. He did not play for UW. Well, he played for Garfield. He played for Garfield. Okay. And then he went he didn't go back to, to the block. So who was the ones on that the went block. to UW? It was Nate Robb, Trey Simmons, Brandon Roy, and Will Conroy. Uh-huh. Went to the UW. Uh-huh. Nate went to the NBA. South Nate Robb with the shout to Nate Robb. South in Rainier Beach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. We got state titles. We're still killing you niggas. No, we got state titles. No, no, no. We got state titles. We got state titles, though, at Garfield. That's before you, though. And then after you. I got state titles. There's state titles when I went there. There, We won state. When? Um, (laughs) When? I got to do my homework. Both of us can be one of the white boys, bro. (laughs) Who was in four? No. No, remember when we first went to 4A? Franklin got beat up more than us. Yeah, fuck yeah. Only by y'all. We were going to be by the white. No. And then we both, remember mm-hmm. we both went to state and we thought we was going to meet each other in state. And we yeah, both, I and we that both, that year, and we both lost in the semifinals. You guys stay mad at us for whooping y'all ass. No, we just, they, fuck y'all. Because y'all niggas burnt a G. What was your guys' animosity? You with guys burnt a G in the goddamn grass, and that shit stayed there for seven years. It was there when we started. And, you and guys Franklin burnt it in came to Garfield and put dog biscuits on our fucking lawn. Yep. I remember that day. And, and they what? they carved somebody lawnmowered Quakers in our fucking lawn. It took a fucking genius to do that shit at three o'clock in the goddamn morning. What a we lawnmower! How did they pull that off? We were there. That shit was lit. <laughs> we went to school the next morning. They they shut the school down. Like yeah, this rivalry going on. I'm like, man. <laughs> and that was around game time. Yep. We were playing you guys. No, we no we we came out to your school and put the dog biscuits or did something you to your guys' keys out there. And you guys put dog shit on the doors. <laughs> you guys put dog shit on the doors. We that pissed. shit was fun. I was there for that we one. We were pissed. I was I there for that. There I a, didn't do it, but I was there for yeah, that one. That was, yeah. And then you guys took the stolen car and rammed it up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was always like, oh, it's beef. It was like. That was the big homies. That was the big homies. That was the big homies. I ain't gonna say no names. We I ain't putting nobody on the. Under, we, I ain't throwing nobody under hey, the bus. That was the big homies. It, it was like it was like uh, boys <laughs> in the hood. You know, like when Ricky rest got in shot. peace to some of the big homies that was there that day. But you know the music when uh, when Ricky got shot in yeah. boys in the hood. That's yeah. what it was like when we walked to school that morning. We hey, walked look, up man. the hill. We, we got it to was, the kills. Look, it wasn't never really no beef with anybody out there because I had niggas that went to Franklin Rainer Beach and that whatever. Shit, that school. shit was just fun. It was just that shit was fun. Whoever you were hanging with at that time, if they had beef with you, then you automatically included in that but that franklin garfield like that was before that shit was just fun bro like, you know if, if you, you think about it we all fuck with each other yeah. outside of school if you like, was from the <laughs> south end you was from the south end and you stood on that if you was from the cd you was from the cd you stood on that you right. come over here you representing whatever you representing nigga i didn't walk through the south end several times without thinking about anything because i got niggas out there it's how you carry yourself. It's how you move. You go out there disrespecting, then yeah, something, something bad gonna happen to you. Right. Other than that, though, it's cool. Right. It's like if a nigga, if one of your partners from the south, and you had a partner from the south, and you from the city, and he's like, "Hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? You can't be out here doing that." He's just like checking you. Then you would respectfully, okay, cool. Move yeah, around. I'm tripping. Yeah, move around. But niggas was going out there, not on that. Yeah. Fuck the south end, nigga. The um, CD, CDS, all that, all that bullshit. The CDF. That's when the crime wave right. happened. That's when that shit happened. We had a crime wave. Yeah, we did. And we're in one, another one right now. Yesler, and Jackson. A, and actually, Niggas was getting shot every fucking day. And actually, like, that's a good segue into what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, have you been paying attention to the current level of, like, crime that's going on yes. right now in the Seattle area? It's, it's fucking ridiculous. 
Have you ever seen? It's a, not even in the Seattle area. It's every. It's written. It's, it's well. That's the Seattle. That's the Seattle metropolitan area. Well, yeah. Yeah, and like in in the area, like it's it's even Everett. It's Maple Valley. It's everywhere in Western Washington. Hey man, look. To keep it all the way one hundred with you, mm-hmm. I just bought me a new pistol. You did. Yes, I did. Yeah, my wife and I were talking. I think and we it's on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. We safe up in this moment. Um, and, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not boasting about her or anything like that. I just, you know, when you own property, when you have several things at stake, right? When you feel like you need to protect something, mm-hmm. not because you paranoid, not because you just want to be a badass, right? I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. I don't I know don't who's gonna run up in my shit. Who's gonna attack me? Because it's a lot of weirdos out here. So I got, I got mine on me. I hope you got yours. That's so what I I'm really did nervous just about. Purchase a new piece from my bro, mm-hmm. and I felt weird purchasing it because. Right. Up until this point, I when I got shot, I sold my shit that right. I had after that because I was walking around like goddamn damn near fifty cent, right? Yeah, uh, minus the bulletproof vest, but you know those are illegal. I <laughs> but I I had one Which on me crazy. every time because I was paranoid as fuck and right. I felt like that was my protection, that was my pacifier. Mm-hmm. I don't need one now. The only real the only real reason I think I need one now is to protect because your home. Uh, I feel like I don't know what the fuck niggas is on. They're on some weird shit, bro. Like, the, if you look at just what's going on, like, they're just running up in people's houses. Yeah, I like, just, I don't, one of my coworkers, he had, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, this is how weird the world is. Like, he has to go to work and get that check to fix his window. Meanwhile, he's been parking his car because somebody broke into his car. They didn't even take nothing. They just broke the window and took like a coat or something. I, I said, J- they didn't take nothing else? He was like, nah, I can't think of anything. There was hella valuable shit in the car. So they broke the window. You got to spend money out your pocket to get a new window and they didn't take shit. That's just, right. that's a crackhead. Right, it is. So he's been somebody parking his called. car where the cameras are in the back of the job because, you know, and then today it started raining. So I was like, hey, bro, it's raining. And he had to go put some plastic wrap on his shit. I'm just like, damn, what happened? And he was like, yeah, they just broke into my shit for no no reason. So I just like, there's motherfuckers out here doing dumb shit for no fucking reason. But then they wonder why they get shot doing these dumbass things that they be fucking doing. Yeah, I think actually we're within our rights to shoot them because we work so hard. Well, within mines. Yeah, because I work so hard. The the shit we work, like everything you see, like nigga, you know what I'm saying? I don't promote violence, none of that. I don't even like having a pistol in in the house with with, with my my youngest son in there, you know what I'm saying? But like just kids in general. But like when you get to the point where you feel like it's necessary, then I have no other option. Right. I can get pulled over by the police. He might be on some dumb shit. I might have to pop him. Right. God forbid that, but shit, I don't know what this niggas is on. Right. You came up with me. With, you didn't flash no badge or nothing. Pop, pop, nigga. Shit. <laughs> you do be the same fucking way. Night, night. I pulled yeah. you over talking about I'm the I'm Seattle SPD and I don't got no badge, no flag or nothing. Are you what you going to do? You pop. What are you going to do? Night, night, nigga. You walk into your car going out, getting some bubble gum at the store, motherfuckers just be like, hey, bro, and like, pop, pop, nigga, you don't, get, don't touch me like that, bro. You get shot around here like that. So it's, I mean, I say that to say this, it's crazy times out here. So, I mean, shit. Right. I, yeah, of course I can get a knife and jab a motherfucker, but I feel like bullets is going to take you out faster. <laughs> From long range. <laughs> <laughs> that 38 special. <laughs> wow. So, you know. I just, yeah, it's just weird time. So, yeah, I purchased a piece and, you know, I don't even touch it. It's in the drawer. 
So fatherhood, how do you cope with? Um, oh man, how do you cope with um, with your passion and what you do in business, uh, your professional life, and then being a father? How Fathering and being a CEO of a, a business, a company, is different. And I feel like I'm the CEO dad <laughs> of these <laughs> fucking kids. Like, I'm the president of these kids' lives. Um, I mean, shit. You got, I got a 19-year-old, almost 19-year-old, and then almost 18, and then the youngest, 11. Um, you just, like, going back, you just manage. You know how to talk to your oldest ones, and then you got to do the shit all over again with your youngest one. Right. The same shit that you've instilled into your oldest ones you got to do it all over again right but tweak it that's all it is so that was just practice right now you okay all right i didn't had two practices right (laughs) i'm ready to sprint (laughs) sit your ass down (laughs) you know um it's just parenting is is what it is i keep it real with my kids all my kids and you know what they see me doing is what i actually do um i try not to do violent shit around them i try not to promote anything dumb in front of them you know if i'm doing something they'd be like, hey boy get out of here grown mm-hmm. folks talking um but i mean the oldest ones they they i learn shit from the old excuse me elijah and asia every day right or every time i come into contact with them i learn i learn new shit every day it's donovan i'm still trying to figure out right this new generation because he's going through every emotion right now right. <laughs> he's in middle school so it's like, okay, fuck, I gotta do this shit all over again. So do you think it's important to be like more of a friend or more of a... a Hell like no, I ain't f- your friend. Okay. Let's just stop that right there. I'm not your friend. And so how, how do you how do you think you maneuver through being the, like, you know, being the parent, but then also being a parent to in which they can talk to? Like, because that's a very fine line. Well, as simple as this. You keep it real with me, I keep it real with you. You can come talk to me anytime you want to. I am accessible to you. Right. When you're doing dumb shit, that's when I'm going to act like I don't know you. Because yeah. I didn't raise you like that. Who is this person? <laughs> you don't live here. So, you know, as long as you open with me, I'm open with you. Right, that's how I sw- treat it. Let me swab your mouth. I'm going to beat your mama nah, ass. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, you come up in here acting different, bro. Like, I'm going to treat you as such. Right. No, yeah, for real. Because I wouldn't come in here doing that. I wouldn't act like any different dad or anything like that. I'm mm. going to come in here the same way that I was when you was first born. Right. Up until the day I die. And if you ain't adjusted to it by now, then you might as well just move the fuck out. Right. Go figure it out yourself. Do you think us as parents, we should adjust to our kids? Or do you think it should be the other way around? Ain't no adjusting. That's the I fit. Ain't no adjusting. From that, like I just said, from that point that you were born up until this point, four, five, six, seven, you already know how a nigga set up. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You know how a nigga set up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Be Anything nice. other than that, I, you might you might want to go get some homework done or some a history lesson or something because we act the same way we act. Right. How we was raised. Right. Even though they wasn't really there, mm-hmm. moms was for me. Pops, maybe not, but there's still some things that you do that your pops would do to you when yeah. he was there. Yeah. So it's just, it's the same thing. I'm hard on guys. I am. Mm-hmm. I can be the nice dad, or I can be come home slamming doors and cussing you out, dad. I think I'm more the nice parent, actually. I stop being nice. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's like I when can't you help when it. you be nice, they take advantage of you, and they start doing dumb shit, and you be like, "Sorry, man." Bro. I don't think they take advantage of me. 
I, I get taken advantage of all the time mm. when I'm nice. Maybe I'm just dumb. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, it ain't just that. You got to pay attention. Yeah. You got to pay attention because they know how to work you. Yeah, that's true. They get you nice and loaded and full, feed you some food, and like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, take care of that. And then they do some dumb shit. You be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I ain't high no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nah, they, they do shit to try to keep you comfortable and like do everything that you would expect them to do. But mm-hmm. then like at the end of the day, they I be feeling like I be, for me, I'm just saying for me, as a dad, I go through a bunch of shit. Right. Like moms does shit differently. We're two totally different people. We parent on a different level. Yeah. My parenting is when I walk to the door, you already know what's up. <laughs> Hers is like, just put it in the sink. I'll wash it. Nigga, no. <laughs> fuck you mean? I didn't did like 2,000 things in eight hours. What the fuck you didn't did? Lay it on your bed with your fucking hands in the back of your head, with your feet up. Ask him <laughs> when dinner is done. Nigga. <laughs> Yeah, nah. That's why Asia moved out. She couldn't deal with me. You guys got chores every day. <laughs> Is that what she said? Yep. I put the magnet on the motherfucking refrigerator, each name under disher, dishwasher, uh, garbage, <laughs> walk the dog. Oh, she get, she they got me. to looking at that list like, damn, this nigga's tripping. <laughs> I ain't love y'all. See y'all later. I'll be back. And one of those two things better be done when I get back. Yeah. Nah, we parent different. Yeah. And it's only because I'm teaching them to, like, if I'm not around, what the fuck are you going to do if I didn't teach you this? You're just going to be a slumlord and just not clean up after yourself and be nasty? I didn't raise you like that. Right. When, I, when I'm dead and gone or if I'm not able to be around, this is what you guys are supposed to fucking do. I shouldn't have to be somewhere else worrying about if you guys are going to do this. You should already be fucking doing it. So right. I'm teaching you this to make you understand that when I'm not around, this... Dad said to clean this up. And they usually don't understand it till later. And it got to the point where Donovan was calling me like, Elijah didn't do this today. I, I'll talk to him when I get home. Don't worry about it. You just do what you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm stern. I stand on that. Like, for real, don't come in my house thinking that this is a Motel 6, one-stop pop shop or none of that. It ain't, no. Mm-hmm. And if you think it's that, you can get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. Bye. It'll never be that. Because I wasn't able to do it. <laughs> Make you think I'm going to let you come to my house and do it. My mom said this. <laughs> I would have got socked in the face. Shit. <laughs> you can't touch kids no more. Right. So. So I verbally abuse them. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so let's bring it back on some lighter news. Uh, this past Monday, Russell Wilson returned to Seattle. I'm so tired of people on Russell Wilson's nuts. So people are saying not you, Mike. I'm just saying. No, no, I know what you're saying, but people are saying because he was booed by the beautiful fans of Seattle. Leave that man alone, man. He went to go get some more money. That's all he did. Nah, bro. He lied to us. How did he lie? He's fake, bro. How? He's hella fake. He was like, remember the tweet? He said, I, I want to retire <laughs> in Seattle. And then that same night, you signed you, you signed away your uh, your trade clause. He's fake. Wilson fake as hell. Did what he felt was right. I think he's an undercover coke. Within that man's right. He does coke. He is. He does drugs. He is allowed to do whatever the fuck Russell Wilson thinks is plausible for him. 
Period. Point I'm just like, be real about it. Like, who the fuck are we on the outside to but be no, like, he shouldn't have did this? No, but like, no, he no. Do the, whatever the fuck he wants. Well, what we're saying he shouldn't have did was don't lie. Be like, yeah, I want to leave. I don't but feel I like don't, I can win I, here. I got I to gotta do my homework. I don't know what he lied about. Uh, yeah, no, that he was saying, he said he wanted to retire here. That's what he was saying on the Twitter. That's what he was saying in his press conferences. But his team was like, going to the Seahawks and was like, he doesn't feel he can win here. He wants to go to a winner. Uh, and I, he gave them five teams he wanted to go to, and then one of the teams was the Broncos. I think somewhere in the politic bubble, Russ didn't have no fucking choice. So while everybody is like, he lied to us, this, that, and the third, the politics of it, you have no choice. What the fuck are you going to do? And then you have to take he all of those. What he, he was asking for a trade did. for two years. I think Russ didn't have no choice. No, bro. Russ was asking for a trade for two years. Bro, he he's the reason the LOB broke up. Like, I heard before he even got traded to the Broncos, he was going to go to several other teams, he and the the Broncos and was the last decision that they made because the Broncos gave up the most picks. They gave it like, is that two, what it was? That's what it was. We yeah. got like two first, two second rounds, and three players. So tell me why people were mad at Russ again? Because he pushed his way out of Seattle. All this fuck shit he was saying behind the behind the scenes, <laughs> and then what he would say to us, "Oh yeah, I love Seattle. I want to retire here." Then you, you bitch, you want to say, "I want to go he to." He had a, a change of heart. Fuck your change of He's heart. He's allowed to have a fuck change of heart. Nobody wanted to draft a short Mike, motherfucker. Mike, if that was you, if that was, let's put yourself in Russ's shoes right now. Fuck the politics. <laughs> if if you were in Russ's shoes and you got switched to the Broncos, are you gonna play the game? Get the money, or are you going to worry about what the fuck everybody else is saying? What are you going to do? You know what I'm going to say? Honestly, be honest. Keep it 100. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. Fuck you, Russell. Mm. <laughs> okay. You're going to get that money, nigga. Yeah. You ain't going to be worried about what the fuck everybody is saying. Russ ain't worried about nothing that niggas is saying right now. Nah, I just I don't like the... But all jokes aside, I don't mean fuck you, Russell. I did kind of actually did. But, like, he seems disingenuous. Do you get the bigger picture of what I'm no, saying, he though? Just, he's very unlikable. We can sit here in politics and discuss he, every fucking thing that we're talking about right now. Do you think Russell gives a fuck about... He's getting money. Fuck him. He left my team. You just got him a bigger check by saying his name. Fuck I Russell. Didn't. Nigga, like... Only 100 people listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Don't worry about it. We're going to put mine next to this one. It's 100 plus. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this was an excellent, excellent, excellent podcast that I had today. Uh, Shout out to Mike P. <laughs> uh, I'll converse, and we'll be back another time. Um, TP, tell them where they can find you at, your next shows, when it's coming on, your podcast dates, release dates, and your uh, weekly schedule. Again, you can find me on Real Talk with TP Gates on Spotify, same platform as this one. Um, Instagram, Still Keep 100 Entertainment, TP Gates. Facebook's the same, Still Keep 100 Entertainment, TP Gates. Ramon Terrell, message me, shit, politic with me, whatever, man. Next podcast episode will be Sunday Session with Jay Ribs. That's this coming Sunday. I don't know what actual date it is. Um, what's Sunday? Today's the 16th, so... Yeah, correct. 17, 18, 19. I think the 19th. Sunday, 19th. Um, we will be shooting the podcast Sunday session. Backpack giveaway. Tap in. Learn how you can win some some um, school supplies and free backpack and all that. Going forward, um, just look for a lot of content. You know what I mean? 
conversing still keep 100 real talk with tp gates shout out to mike p again um all my counterparts shout out to y'all shout out to the followers and if you ain't keeping it 100 you ain't keeping it real remember that right stand on that nigga well thank y'all for tuning in to conversing this is another episode with mike p and tp gates uh we'll pop back up next week uh next week we're gonna talk about whatever the fuck goes on this week <laughs> i must to start executive producing uh mike p's podcast i'll say that then i'm right. to nick cannon this nigga <laughs> <laughs>